Hey everybody! It's the Danger Hour episode 174. I'm your fancy fuck of a host, James Danger. That's me, armed with only a microphone and a tall glass of iced coffee. Oh my god, James! How does it feel when the darkness touches your lips? Wait, what, what are we talking about? Iced coffee, James, of course! What, what else would we be talking about, silly? Yeah, of course. Of course, the coffee. It tastes uh, pretty fucking good. Oh, I'm loaded up with caffeine, everybody. I came home really tired. But it turns out, if you drink like 40 ounces of coffee, you just get turned right around. You get all the energy of a spry young 12-year-old boy. What's that again, James? You shut your mouth. How come when I mention little boys, you get excited? No comment, James. Yeah, that's a, probably a, a wise choice. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm full of caffeine and I'm I'm really not full of shit because it all came out of me. Apparently, coffee also makes you shit a lot. Did, did anyone know that? Did anyone does it say that on the labels? I I have a good mind to go out and write the coffee manufacturers. Anyway, uh oh boy, guess what? There's this like new smoking hot chick on the scene. Everyone's talking about her. Uh, I never heard of her before until today. I think. Who is it, James? I don't know. Some chick named, um, the hell's her name? Uh, uh, Caitlin Jenner? Caitlin Jenner. That's, that's the name. God damn, is she fucking hot. An older lady, but smoking fucking hot. Um, James, um. What? Why, why do you try to ruin this for me? What are you going to say about the chick? All right, she's older. Fine. Don't give me any shit about it. What, I can't think an older woman's attractive? That's not what it is, James. I mean, are you sure? No, no, I don't want to hear anything about it. Caitlyn Jenner. Wait, is she related to that Jenner family? I fucking hope not. She doesn't look like them at all, but goddamn, is she really fucking hot? Like cougar status. Smoking. Oh my God, James. Are you really serious? You don't know. No, I don't want to hear you try to smash on this chick. She's beautiful, stunning, all natural. You can tell she's had no work done. She looks great. I'm going to say she looks like a mix between uh, Lana Del Rey and a young, spry Rene Russo. Yeah, attractive. God, good-looking woman. Man, they don't make them like that anymore, folks. I really don't know where she came from, but uh, I hope she's here to stay because she's all right by me, everybody. No. Let's move on. Uh, oh, you know who else is kind of hot? I mean, this is probably no no news to you guys. You know the uh, the Elizabeth Olsen chick? Um, yeah, I know. I know. She was in uh, Avengers, right? That's the witch. She's kind of hot. She's been in quite a few movies. She was in a movie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Uh, she got naked. She was uh, making love to... What's his face? Uh, what's his name? Uh, manly Man. You know, he's in that movie, uh, No Country for Old Men. Uh, he even plays Thanos. Come on. I know you're all screaming at the goddamn... Uh, well, whatever you're listening to. Your radios. <laughs> Josh Brolin. 
she was boning down with that dude in the movie. Oh, you know what movie I think it was? It was a good fucking movie. I forget what it's called, but he gets abducted and he gets held hostage in this hotel room for a long time. You know what? I'm going to look that up because I think it's worth watching. It's uh, I think I saw it on Netflix. It was really fucking good. Hold on. Josh Brolin. Hostage. Hotel room. Hold on. Hold on. Old boy. That's what it's called. Old boy. I think that's the movie that he uh, takes advantage of. <gasps> of a sexy young Elizabeth Olsen. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The reason I bring her up is I saw a photo of the Olsen twins recently. Apparently, they're doing a Fuller House show on Netflix. And the Olsen twins very, very intelligently denied coming on the show, right? But they showed a picture of these broads recently on the internet. And fuck, are they creepy looking. Both of them. One of them's got like the, the huge... Um, uh, what's the animal from Madagascar? What are those fucking things called? God, my memory's gone. Lemmings? Lemurs. She got those huge eyeballs. The other one looks old and like she's been drugged up for years. She looks like a mess. These, my point is these two girls, you know, and you, and you put them side by side to the older Elizabeth Olsen, Olsen sister, there's no comparison. I, I don't know what happened to these girls. I mean, not like they were cute when they were growing up. In fact, my uncle used to say they look like little white monkeys. <laughs> and I have to agree. They were creepy looking. Anyway, I don't, I don't know why I brought all those girls up. But uh, maybe it's just uh, my, my fascination with that new chick, Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know where she came from. God damn it, she's really fucking hot. I, I saw her on the cover of this magazine. I hope she does Playboy. I'd really like to see what she's got going on down there. Man, that's a trip, huh? Anyway, speaking of trips, I recently took a fishing trip, everybody. Oh, my God, James. That was a great segue. Yeah. You would think I planned it. <laughs> anyway, I took a fishing trip, everyone. The company that I work for, which shall remain nameless, <laughs> they chartered a fishing boat. Well, I mean, it wasn't really the company. It was uh, some dudes from my company. Uh, they asked who would want to go, and I said, you know what? This is a great opportunity for me to bond with the other employees I work with, my coworkers. Instead of being the shy cunt that I am, <laughs> not talking to anybody. Well, I mean, I do a little bit, but, you know, I thought it would be a better opportunity for me to, to form more of a bond with my coworkers. Uh, you know, right? <laughs> and I thought it'd be fun. But James, I thought you were deathly afraid of the ocean. Well... You see, that's an interesting point. I'm really scared of being in the ocean, you know, in the water. Uh, I would never take like a yacht trip trying to go around the world. Fuck that. Not a chance. Uh, when it comes to like a cruise line or in this case, we went on a fishing boat and we were only going a couple hours out towards Catalina Island. So, I mean, if anything was to happen, there's, uh, there's rescue teams very close by and there's a bunch of people all around i mean you can see boats all over the place so it's not like you're out and you're just uh you know in the middle of nowhere and no one's around so 
if anything was to go wrong, there's a high, extremely high probability that we would be just fine. So I wasn't worrying about it too much. So, uh, but yeah, I am scared of the ocean in the sense, um, just fucking floating in it. <laughs> I don't want to be in the water in the ocean. You know, that's, uh, no, it's not for me. Anyway, so we, uh, we leave from San Pedro. And, uh, well, first and foremost, let me tell you this. One of my, my, my bigger fear, as opposed to being in the ocean, was becoming seasick from the, from the boat ride and being sick in front of all my coworkers. Now, that's a bigger fear. Uh, I've been on boats before. And uh, one time, I felt like I was almost going to lose my shit. But I think mostly it was because well, it was, we went to Catalina with my parents when I was younger. And uh, we were on that big, uh, what do they call it? They call it uh, the something runner or something. It's a huge boat and it just hops over the fucking water and it just was bouncing so much. So many people were just losing their lunch or breakfast. And you just see them leaning over. And probably seeing that and hearing it was what's setting me off more at the time. But I swear to you, if the ride would have been 10 minutes longer, I would have lost my shit. But I just made it. So I really haven't been seasick, but I didn't want to start this time. So I go to the Walmart and I get my fishing license, my one day. <laughs> and so I go to the section for a motion sickness. Now, my father, who's an experienced fisherman, said to stay away from the shit called Dremamine. Because it's a, it's a pill and it's the most popular one. But the side effects are it causes drowsiness. Now, I don't want to be drowsy. It was a, it was a whole day, 12 hour, all 12 hour tour. And so I'm like, eh, I'm probably going to be drinking too. I don't want to get all tired. So fuck that. That's out. So uh, he told me to get this other stuff, but they didn't have it. So I'm like, great. What am I going to get now? They've got a few wacky <laughs> options. One of them is you wear these bracelets and they've got these like beads in them. And it's supposed to press down on some pressure points in your wrist. You wear one on each wrist and uh, like three fingers down from, from your wrist line. And apparently... It's like an acupuncture spot. And uh, apparently it says, uh, widely used by doctors in hospitals for, to fight, um, what's that word? Uh, you know, dizziness. And what's the other one? I forgot the other word. But, you know, they put them on people in hospitals. I'm like, well, fuck, this sounds stupid. Like snake oil bullshit. But, uh, you know, fuck it. Why not? What could it hurt? So I got those. And there's other stuff. It's a natural oil, and you rub it behind your ears. They've also got patches you put behind your ears. I don't know, dude. It, sounds, it all sounds bullshit to me, but it's supposed to help with your equilibrium, blah, blah, blah. So I'm doing both of that. So I we go with my buddy. We ride together. We get there at fucking 5 a.m., 4.30 a.m. We get there. The boat leaves at 5. We start going in the water, and uh, I'm feeling okay. You know, then you look over and you see the fucking hundreds of dolphins following the boat. It's a beautiful sight. If you've never done it, that alone is a reason to go on a, on a fishing boat. Just to see the dolphins jumping around. It's fucking crazy. Um, anyway, so about an hour into it, I start feeling kind of woozy. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, it takes up like two hours to get to Catalina from that port, apparently. I wasn't paying attention, though. So I'm kind of like fighting it. They're making breakfast burritos. My buddy had one. It looked fucking delicious. It had two kinds of meat in it. 
Who does that? I'll tell you who. Fucking badass breakfast makers. That's who. But I didn't eat one because I was scared. <sighs> Goddamn weak bullshit stomach. After a while of feeling a little weird, I decided to go down below. They've got little bunkers in there. They've got like bunk beds, but three high. And it's it's like it's a really it's like you're sleeping in a fucking drawer. It's really uh compact in there. So I laid down just trying to, you know, oh, I told my buddy because I didn't tell him I was feeling kind of weird. I'm just like, oh, man, I've never really laid down in one of these beds before on a boat. I'm going to try it. He's like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's cool, man. We should, yeah, I'm going to do it, too. I'm telling you, dude, I get in this boat. I mean, the bed. And you're laying down and the engine's like constantly humming. And then the motion of, you know, going in the waves, it wound up being so goddamn comforting. You know, I never thought that would be, but it like hypnotizes you. Next thing you know, I'm fucking out. And my buddy's like smacking my leg and I wake up. He goes, hey man, we're here. I was like, no fucking way. This is awesome. I time traveled. Is there no better feeling than falling asleep? Maybe in a plane, in this case, a boat, maybe even in a car and being at the destination when you wake up. Oh boy. I'll tell you what. So uh, yeah, we're fishing the whole thing. Everyone's going out, you know. So what what we got here is you can you, there's two options. You can put some squid, which they've already cut up. You can put little chunks of that on your hook and then throw it in the water. Or you could use sardines, live fish swimming around. You grab one from the water and then you, you get it and you slap the hook inside its fucking face. <laughs> it's barbaric and I got to be honest, I felt bad when I did it. Because that's the route I went with, the sardine. I just felt like, you know what? I feel like I'm going to catch a fish using live bait as opposed to just some, you know, floppy fucking dead squid hanging off a hook. So uh, that's what I took. Grabbed this sardine. It's gross, right? You, you put the hook right in his fucking nose. And he goes, that crunchy sound. And the thing starts flailing and shit. You feel kind of bad. You throw it in the water. Everybody's fishing. About a half hour goes by, all right? And you just hear everyone go like, oh shit, he's got one, he's got one. And everyone turns and looks. And uh, one of my coworkers, his pole is just bent like almost in a 90 degree angle. It's just fucking being pulled down. And he's just going to town. He's just reeling and reeling and reeling. He's battling, battling hard. The dude's fighting for at least like 10, 15 minutes, it seems. He's finally... Finally gets the, uh, you know, the fish is coming up towards the boat. Now I'm like away from him. I've, you know, everyone's still fishing, but they're just, you know, glancing over. So I'm not nearby. The guy, one of the, uh, the deck hands grabs the gaff, this long bamboo stick with a hook on it. It's probably like 20 feet, st- 20 foot stick with a metal sharp ass hook on the end. I see him put it down. He slaps it in the fish and they pull it up onto the deck. This fucking fish was glorious, let me tell you. It wound up being a 30-pound yellow tail. Oh, it was fucking huge. Probably like three and a half feet long. Fat-ass fish. Now, yellow tail happens to be my favorite sushi. Ah, sorry, sashimi. When I go get some sushi, it's fucking delicious. 
And when I saw that fish being pulled out of the water and laid down on the deck, I was like, oh my God, I've got to have one. I must have one. So, and then uh, I, I didn't tell you, we're also in a fishing pool. We all put in five bucks. Whoever caught the biggest fish is getting the $150 that's in the pool. Pretty exciting, right? So I'm like, all right, this dude just caught an enormous fish. The biggest one I've ever seen out of all the fishing trips that I've been on. Yeah, you might be thinking, wow, James, you really haven't seen too many big fish, have you? No, I haven't. Mostly when I go, people uh, don't do too well. But you know what? I was determined. It's like, fuck this. I'm going to give this guy a run for his money. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to catch myself my own wheel to tell. God damn it. I'm going to pull that thing out and it's going to be a little heavier than his. And I'm taking the prize. You'll see. I'm taking the prize. So I throw my fucking fresh sardine into the water. I'm like, all right, this is it. It's happening. I really start concentrating. Okay. About 20 minutes into it. Um, you know, I've been daydreaming. I'm like, you know what? I really want, I really want to catch one of these yellowtail. I really want it. I really want it. And I want to take it home and I want to show my, I'm going to, you know, I want to walk in like a fucking stud, like, you know, like a, like a caveman hunter, like, look what I brought home. Look at what I brought for you. And then she just drop her pants immediately, right? And just bend over. Oh my God, take me. That's what she'd do. So I had this whole like, uh, you know, this fantasy in my head that, you know, I would come home and we'd be having sushi, fresh sushi that I caught with my own bare hands. Not really, James. With a fishing pole. Yeah, all right, whatever. You get the point. So I start really concentrating. Like, you know what? I really want one of those fucking fish. I really want one of those bad. And as soon as I start thinking like that, my line gets fucking tugged. All right? And it's on. I feel this force on my pole so hard. Harder than I've ever felt before. This thing is tugging on my line. And my pole did the same thing the other dudes did. It just kind of whipped down and it's just bent like a fucking 90 degrees. And it's just, I'm, I'm reeling in, I'm reeling in. And uh, when I pause, the thing just takes off. It's pulling my, I'm holding my fucking pole, okay? I'm holding the line, but it's not doing any good. This thing is so powerful. It's just taking my line with it. Turns out to be not so, you know, it's not that uh, far-fetched that happens. You're supposed to keep the pole in the air and let the fish just go. Let him get tired, you know. Once he, uh, once it loosens up a bit, you start reeling in. Let it pull again. Reel it in. Uh, you know, I didn't know this till afterwards because I'm not very experienced in the ocean fishing. So uh, this dude comes up, one of the deck hands. He's the, the head guy. He looks like a real fisherman, right? He's like, hey, you got a bite? Is it, is it a fish? I'm like, well, yeah, it's pulling. You sure you're not stuck on a rock? I'm like, uh, well, I mean, it's pulling. <laughs> Do rocks pull? You know, it, uh, you know, we're not we're not drifting anywhere. We got the fucking anchor in. It's not like, you know, it's like we're it's not like we're moving and it's stuck on a rock. So I'd figure, yeah, I got a fish, asshole. <laughs> so he grabs my pole, and the thing when you're on a boat in the ocean, you're supposed to let you know go with the fish at times, and uh, everyone's supposed to move out of the way, you know, and you're supposed to go underneath them, and you know, you, you follow the fish. I wound up going around the whole fucking boat. It's a big ass boat too. We wind up on the on the backside. This thing is just pulling. He's like, "All right, here you go. Fight it out." 
And I was like, you know, everyone's just watching. Everyone's rooting for me. All right, James, get that son of a bitch, right? It's a, it's a really fucking crazy tense moment. I'm reeling, 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 reeling. All of a sudden, all of a fucking sudden, I look up. And this big, giant, fat fuck of a sea lion swims towards where my lion is going into the ocean. And I went, oh, no, he's going to get it. And then the guy, uh, <laughs> the deckhand goes, ah, oh, he might. And I felt like saying, well, fucking do something. Harpoon the motherfucker. Get him. He's going to take my fish. <sighs> Not even a minute later, my fucking line loosens up. It's gone, everybody. It's fucking gone. That motherfucker stole my fish. And now, coincidence, coincidentally, I have a strong anti-save-the-seals campaign in my life. That's right. Don't save any of them. Seals, sea lion, whatever it was, they must all die by the hands of man. We don't need them in the ocean at all. There's dolphins that can eat fish. All right, there's other stuff in the ocean that can eat fish. We don't need the seals and the fucking sea lions. Because apparently, they've been evolving, boys and girls. They've been getting smarter. Every time they see boats, the seals and the sea lions, whatever they are, some people said sea lions, some said seals. They were fucking huge. So I'm going to think it's a sea lion. It was massive, like a manatee-style fat-ass fucks that are swimming around. They follow the boats because they know they're going to get fed. They know it. Either they're going to rip the fish and steal them from you, or there's a common thing where you throw fish in the water to try to detour them from stealing your fish. It's fucking annoying, dude. And yeah, it stole my fish. And I'm not fucking around. I had a contender. I had a contender. For the top fish. And that fucking sea lion stole it from me. Stole it from me. I didn't get another I didn't get another bite the rest of the day. I'll take it back. Uh something bit half my fish off <laughs> off my hook. All I all I had back was uh, you know, the well, the whole tail was missing. But I got skunked everybody. I didn't catch shit the rest of the day. No, not most people didn't catch shit the rest of the day. But if there was any redeeming factor, I happened to win this raffle where they just, uh, we all have our number on the boat and they called my number and I won a new fishing pole. <laughs> my very own fishing pole. I, I borrowed my dad, so now I've got my own. So, hey, you know what? I might have uh, I might have not caught any fish, but I did catch a buzz. <laughs> we were drinking on the boat, and I did catch myself a new pole. So you know what? I guess it all balances out, everybody. It all balances out. Let's move on to another activity I just went to recently, everybody. I recently went to a Dodger game with my cousin Monkey. <gasps> it was great. I fucking love going to Dodger games. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I do love going to the park and uh, and watching a game. Oh, man, it's so great. Anyway, we started off like it usually does. We had, we had our Cokes. 
a 20 ounce Coke spiked with Jack. Last time it didn't go so well. I, I put probably 60% Jack and 40% Coke in a 20 ounce bottle for both of us. We wound up getting pretty drunk and, uh, and Monkey, who drove home halfways, doesn't remember driving or uh, coming home at all. He just woke up at my place and had no idea how he got there. So we had to put it into that kind of shit. <laughs> so this time we got, uh, we just had two shots in that 20 ounce Coke. So as soon as we walk in the park, you know, we give them our tickets. We already got a good little buzz going from chugging, chugging all the booze on the walk from the car to the, to the front gate. So that's great. So then we go to the beer line right when the game is about to start. And I was like, you know what, dude? We should just get two beers. Fuck it. So we don't have to get up again. We could just sit there and hang out longer. He's like, all right. So we go to this. Uh, we had all you can eat, by the way. Oh, I stuffed my fat fucking ass with Dodger Dogs peanuts. Uh, um, I sort of regret it, but uh, they were pretty good going down. I felt like shit afterwards, though. I felt like, you know, I felt like I betrayed myself. That's all. Anyway, so we go to the beer line, and um, it's the one that only is selling the cans, right? The the tall boys. And the person next to her um, is selling the draft beer. So there's one line over there, and we're in the line for the cans. Now, I like black people, okay, <laughs> for the most part. I, I, there's, a, there's a bunch of black people that I've liked in my life. On the other hand, there have been some fucking knuckleheads that I've met. I mean, the same goes for every race. But, you know, I'm going to be honest. Majority of black people that I've known have been fucking knuckleheads. <laughs> Take that as racist if you want. It's the fucking truth. So I don't care. So this is the reason why black people get a bad rap. Because of what happened to me and my cousin Monkey. <gasps> Mostly to me, though. I go up. It's my turn. It's this black lady. She goes, she's an older woman. She's like, what would you like? And, uh, you know, they've, they've got beers up on the board with different prices. And, in, and the prices are kind of confusing. Okay. Uh, I forgot exactly what it said, but it, I just like, oh, uh, how, which ones are 11? Which beers are 11? These ones? She goes, and I'm telling you, this is what she said. It's 11 if you want it in the cup. It's, a, it's 13 if you want it in the can. And I was just like, what? Because the only thing she's selling is cans. And I go, uh, it's 11 in the cup and 13 in a can. And she goes, that's right. And I go, uh, I don't get it. So if I want it, if, 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 you, if I have the beer in the can, it's 13. But if you pour it into a cup, it's 11. And she goes, listen to him. I've been doing this for 25 years. You can't pull no tricks on me because I've seen it all, okay? Super fucking loud. Everybody's looking, dude. All the workers, all the people in the fucking line, they're all looking at me. And I was like, oh, fuck. I got so angry, dude. She just caused this big fucking scene. And I'm like, look, I'm not trying to pull nothing on you. I'm not trying to pull a fast one at all. You just confuse me. I'm trying to understand what you mean. And then she's like, I told you. It's $11 if you want it in the cup. And then she points at the fucking, the, uh, the tap at her neighbor's cart. Or 13 in the can. And I go, well, that's not what you made it seem like. It made it seem like 
if you just pour the cu- the the can into a cup, it costs eleven dollars. I'm like, so that's why I was confused. No, it's not confusing. I'm like, oh Christ. And so I'm like, all right, which one comes with more beer? The can. I'm like, I'll take two cans. <laughs> two Budweisers, please. She gives me the fucking Budweisers and hands me my change and I walk. I'm standing at the side. I'm just fuming inside. My cousin monkey. Oh, I'll take the same thing. <laughs> so we start walking away and I go, oh, that fucking lady. He's like, man, she confused me too. I don't know what she was talking about. I was thinking the same thing that you said. I'm like, oh, thank God you felt the same way because I would have felt like a dickhead if he would have told me, you know, like, oh, I understood. You're just an idiot. Oh, that fucking... See, that's what I'm telling you, man. You blacks. No. <laughs> Why do you got to make a big scene? Nah, I'm just talking shit. Yeah, she, but she really fucking... She really sold it. Oh, man. She played the victim on that one. Oh, that fucking killed me. Anyway, the game was great. <laughs> but that was all I wanted to tell you about the game. We can move on now. <laughs> this is a segment in which I throw together a, a few odd things and the only reason uh, they're in a segment is because they're odd and not related <laughs> and it's called Stranger Danger alright Jim Morrison thank you that was lovely alright Stranger Danger everybody I've only got three this time very short so let's just uh, get right into it the first one happens to be uh, strange strange maybe Stupid, yes. I don't fucking get this person. I don't know why they did it. Uh, I'll just, I'll read it to you. (laughs) Threatening the president of the United States is a specific crime. Carrying a maximum penalty of five years in prison and $250,000 in fines. The Secret Service even has a dedicated team called the Internet Threat Desk. A spokesman told the Daily Dot that the agency constantly monitors social media for potential threats, but declined to share any specifics. And yes, there's an illustrious history of Americans ending up in prison for tweeted threats toward the president. That's right. People threaten the president on Twitter. (laughs) How fucking stupid. How stupid. In 2013, North Carolina man Dante Jamar Sims, uh-oh, sounds like one of them colored fellows, was sentenced to six months in prison for tweets like, I'ma assassinate President Obama this evening. <laughs> Why would you do that? Uh, when Alabama Jarvis Britton tweeted, I think we could get the president with cyanide. Make it slow. In 2012, he got off with just a visit from the Secret Service. Oh, the white guy gets off, but the black dude gets in prison. Hmm. But he posted similar tweets a few months later, and he ended up with a year-long prison sentence. Well, all right. Fool me once. Shame on. Shame on. Shame on you. Ohioan. uh, What? Ohioan. Daniel Temple is currently serving a 16-month term for tweets like, So I gotta kill Barack Obama first. There's little evidence on what happens when users tweet threats directly to Obama. 
but there's plenty of precedent of people ending up behind bars for contacting the White House directly with a threat. A Texas woman named Teddy Bear, what? Paradise, was sentenced to almost two years for mailing Obama a letter promising to kill him, for example, and New York's Christine something something got almost three years for calling the White House and describing to a staffer in detail how she'd kill the president. Who the fuck is doing this? Are you really that outraged? You're like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to do this and this and this and this. You hear me? Dumb fucks. Twitter itself is notoriously bad at policing its own trolls. While it didn't respond to requests for comment for the story, representatives for the company have previously told the Daily Dot that the uh, company relies entirely on fellow users to report harassment and threats on the site, and it doesn't self-police. Let's see, though. The company now regularly transparents... I think that's... Uh, is that it? Basically, the First Amendment does not protect true threats. Any statement that conveys an intent to do harm or physical injury, blah, 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 blah. All right. Well, stop doing that, everybody. Fucking idiots. Why would you document anything, especially to, you know, the president of the United States? Idiots. God. You've already heard, uh, I've already talked about the thing called scrubbers, you know, if uh, certain companies, uh, you know, pretty well-off companies, Fortune 500 style shit, if you start sending tweets or, or uh, Facebook's updates and all that shit and you, and you tag the company you work for, like let's just say, uh, you know, let's see, what's a good one to use? Uh, like, uh, let's see, hmm. What's a good company? I don't know, a reputable company. If you start like posting some stupid fucking photos of yourself doing something dumb and you're wearing that company's logo and you're like, oh, look, I'm at work and I'm doing this and you're drinking, whatever it might be. They're looking at that shit. They're trying to bust you. They want to see what people are, are, are attaching to the name of that company. So don't you fucking think that the president of the United States is a little, a little higher up on the totem pole when it comes to throwing your ass behind bars. Or, you know, you're, not even, you're not losing your job. You're doing hard time. You know what? You know, forget it. Just keep doing it because people like you that are so stupid need to be taken away out of society. We need to uh, get rid of the dummies. Uh, next up, uh, let's move on. This one is strange uh, in regards to I didn't know about it. Scary strange, if you ask me. Recently in uh, my city, uh, I think it was last year or this year, I forgot. doesn't matter. So there was a woman from the local school around these areas. She was, I think she was a lunch lady. She was killed. She was 42 years old. She was killed uh, while she was, I think she picked up her kids from school and they were going home. She got T-boned, I guess, from this guy. He wound up being like probably 18 years old or something crazy. So she gets killed, right? He just got uh, sentenced uh, or whatever it's called. He got murder because, and get this. They got a warrant and they possessed the black box from his 2012 Camaro to check his speed at the time of the collision. What? That's a thing? I never fucking heard of this. You can do that? There's a black box in a car? Oh my God, that's scary, dude. So all of you out there, take this 
as a lesson. You know, if you're doing something stupid, apparently they can get the computer from your car and find out exactly how fast you were going when you crashed. Don't be this kid. Stop that hot rodding around. God damn. That's fucking scary. Done. Kid's in jail now. Fucking speeding like a lunatic in his Camaro. Kills a, kills a mother. Lunch lady. Done. Technology got him. All right, last one. This one's creepy. Um, oh, boy. This one is, uh, if, you're, if you're a short person, if you're uh, <laughs> vertically challenged, as they say, you know you can make yourself taller? It's quite simple, actually. So doctors will break your shin, your shin bones <laughs> and install these uh, crank, this crank system on your bones, all right? So they separate your bones just a little bit, and uh, the bones start to fuse. They, they crank them a little more, so the bones stretch a little more, and so they, they, they keep growing together. And uh, so, you know, <laughs> I guess the, the bones start growing towards each other and they just crank it a little more. Just keep cranking it. Maybe they keep breaking it. I don't fucking know. They just keep separating the bones little by little. And uh, apparently it takes, it could take, uh, well, let's just go with this example. I've heard this story. This really happened. In four years, $100,000 later, the person grew 13 inches. <laughs> 13 inches. Thir yes, you heard me. 13, over a foot. It took four, imagine that, dude, four years. You're uh, laying down in your house or whatever you're doing. I imagine you can't do much. You're, you're probably going to be in a lot of pain all the time. The con your bones have constantly been broken for four years so they can, uh, you know, consistently be fucking trying to heal themselves. Oh, man. Oh, is it worth it? You're going to look all creepy. You're going to look like Groot. <laughs> oh, you've got to look fucking weird, right? You're going to be all like disproportionate to yourself. Your legs are going to be super long after your knees. Is it worth it? You look like a freak. Besides that, like you weren't you weren't made for that. You know, your body wasn't built that way. So I don't know. Like, is the muscle gonna match up? Is everything gonna be okay? <laughs> is it worth it? You would look like a okay, let's say you're like four or five, okay? You'd look like a normal, normal four or five, and you'd look totally proportionate, or you could be five, six. Wait, is that what I said? Four, five? Yeah. Or you could be five, six and look like a fuck, like you're on stilts. <laughs> and it's only going to cost you $100,000 and four years of your life. Ah, some people, it might be worth it. I don't fucking know. That's pretty goddamn creepy, though. And maybe some would say, strange. <laughs> strange. All right, on a related topic, there's been some crazy developments in, uh, in like, human cyborg technology. Uh, I can't wait for everybody. I, I welcome my new cyborg body. Oh, my God, James. Is it because you want to do like Caitlyn Jenner 
and transform yourself into something different. What What are you talking about? Transform myself? She didn't do any transforming. She's just a beautiful woman that happened to just pop into the scene today, and uh, you leave her out of this. She's fucking stunning, and she doesn't deserve all of your shit talk today. I really don't understand you. How shame on you? Shame on you. But James, I I just think you should know. No, no, I don't want to hear anything. Yeah, cyborg body. Apparently, there's this uh, new technology. Let me read it to you, everyone. It's fascinating stuff. And uh, I, I welcome all of it. So, bionic lenses, everyone, gives you superhuman vision three times 2020. The procedure is similar to cataract surgery. They remove your lens and then uh, your original lens and replace it with an Occumetrics bionic lens which is folded into a syringe in a saline solution and injected directly into your eye. <laughs> Creepy. It says uh, the specialized lens would also prevent people from developing cataracts as the procedure replaces natural lenses, which can decay over time. Oh, no, which do decay, not can. They do. Uh, excuse me. And this could all be available in two years if it's approved. That's fucking nuts. First of all, I wouldn't jump into this one. I would wait uh, a good amount of time. And luckily, I'm only 31. Hopefully, I've got time to wait uh, before I really need this done. Because, you know, my eyes, I can already tell, they're going to be a problem. I see pretty good now, but uh, my dad, you know, my mom, they both have glasses. So I think it's only a matter of time before I'm going to need them. My grandfather had glasses, so, you know, I don't have any delusions. (laughs) So hopefully... I can get my, my fucking uh, robot eyeballs later. But what I really am looking forward to, all right, I'm sure you're all guessing it. <laughs> Extensions, James? No, no. I'm just fine in the department. I'm long enough, but I could be a little thicker if... Yeah, forget it. What I really want is my new cyborg stomach. Oh my God, James, that's so lame. No, it's not. My stomach is a fucking wreck, like I said uh, last show. Dairy is out for me. I'm allergic to dairy. Yes, I'm lactose intolerant. It seems like, uh, you know, anything spicy has been hitting me hard lately. And carbonated fucking shit usually gets me. I'm, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. So I would love if they can take my stomach out and put a cyborg stomach in there. You know, no worries. Eat whatever I want. But here's the, here's the dream, everyone. The new cyborg stomach. Here's what I'm thinking. I'd eat whatever I wanted. And, uh, well, if I had to have it the same way it is now, where I'd have to create waste, this stomach would have like a valve system where I would just keep it in my stomach until I wanted to let it go, until I was good goddamn ready to let it out. Now, I think a good rule would have to be like, as soon as I ate, I ate a large meal, with this cyborg stomach, I couldn't eat again until I released the waste from my, my uh, previous meal. <laughs> That's the only drawback. <laughs> Unless my cyborg stomach absorbs all the food and it converts it to energy. You know, I don't know. I haven't worked out the system yet. But, uh, you know, if you'd like to support my scientific research for this, uh, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I did go to med school. And I, I guarantee you, if you send me this money, to uh, the danger hour at yahoo.com. Just send me some electronic checks. I will fund my research with those checks. And uh, we'll get to the bottom of this, everyone. I'll get you 
a cyborg stomach as well if you really want one. I'm telling you, the future is coming and I can't wait. I want to be a cyborg so fucking bad. Imagine if you can like lift cars and stuff. But forget about that. I, I just want to shit normally forever. Okay? That's my dream. Cyborg stomach, I'm waiting for you. <sighs> Related note, do you remember my whole penis valve campaign, everybody? <laughs> just like the stomach, the penis valve was first. I just want to remind all of you, along with the cyborg movement, no pun intended with my stomach, by the way, but uh, this, the penis valve movement would be, a, uh, would be enacted. If I'm president, the cyborg body parts would be initiated and the penis valve system would be mandatory to all males. Now, if you don't know what this is, if you're new to the show, maybe you forgot. The penis valve would be installed to every male born. That's right. No exceptions to the rule. Now, what it is, is there's a valve that opens and closes your penis semen flow, of course. <laughs> it would be able to open and close from a key, a special key, custom to everyone. They all have got their own custom key, and it, it's inserted into your belly button. That's where the valve is, and you turn it open and closed. Now, here's the thing. It's always going to be locked at first. The only way you get your special custom key is if you are a certain age, probably 18, that's the youngest, and you have to pass a series of classes and training. And if you don't pass, you do not get your key to open your semen flow. This is going to weed out all these fucking retards that are populating the earth and just creating more fucking retards. Call it barbaric, call it playing God, but God damn it, there's too many fucking idiots out there and we need to stop it. And there's too many people just repopulating like crazy. All right, you get two kids and that's it. <laughs> Quit the ego. I want more kids to look like me, you know? I want them to help out on the farm. No, 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 forget that. You only get two kids. Only if you pass the test. We're going to put an end to fucking idiots having kids. More importantly, we're going to put an end to accidental pregnancies. And you know all the problems that stem from there. Crime. Uh, you know, just people being unhappy and just, you know, crime because, you know, kids wind up in the fucking foster kid system and they, you know, don't have stable families. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. Just because parents want their kids doesn't mean it's going to end up good in the end. But sure, fine. But you're going to cut that fucking fraction way down because of the penis valve, everybody. James for president, 2022. Whenever the fuck the next election is after the next one. I'll let Hillary have it. And then I'll take the next election after that. Penis valves, everybody. It's the future. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Last show, we had on uh, Rob Sager, the Special Forces Marine guy. So um, when I was coming up with those questions that I had for him and Lito, which Lito lost, by the way, <laughs> for that game we played, I was reading some, I stumbled upon this other, this other page that had some interesting military facts. 
So I thought I would read them to you because some of them are fascinating. Some of these might be boring to you, but I think if you are, you know, slightly intelligent, you'll find them fascinating much like I did because, you know, I'm somewhat intelligent, I think. <laughs> Here we go. I don't know how many there are, but it doesn't matter. I'll read them and hopefully you like this kind of stuff because I sure, I sure as hell do. First one. While the Hiroshima atomic bomb was being built in New Mexico, all applicants for menial jobs at the plant did not get a job if they could read. This was because the U.S. authorities didn't want staff reading secret papers. <laughs> Can you imagine that? The one time you can't read is when it's like, all right, you're perfect for this job. <laughs> you're hired. Next one. To conserve metal during World War II, the movie Oscar statues were made out of wood. The Academy Award Oscars. Can you imagine that? That's fucking cool, right? Man, they're really hard up for metal, huh? Next up, during World War II, the very first bomb dropped in Berlin, Germany, killed the only elephant in the Berlin Zoo. <laughs> Next one. When the Persians invaded Egypt and were besieging a fort, they threw... What? When the Persians invaded Egypt and were besieging a fort, they threw dozens of cats over the walls because the Egyptians would rather surrender than risk injury to a cat. Oh, man, that's fucking smart. They took their stupid uh, <laughs> their stupid religious belief system on cats are holy, and they threw a shitload of cats over like, oh, my God, don't, don't hurt the cats. All right, we surrender. <laughs> Dummies. All right, uh, next up. During World War I, another animal fact. During World War I, parrots were kept in the Eiffel Tower to warn of approaching aircraft. They could detect planes long before they came into the range of human lookouts. Huh, that's cool and all, but uh, looks like it didn't do any good because you fucking lost Paris. <laughs> Stupid Frenchies. All right, next up. Uh, during the Franco-Prussian War in 1870, beef became so scarce that the people in Paris turned to eating horse meat instead. And they still do it to this day. <laughs> Speaking of Frenchies, why do you eat a horse, dude? That's kind of fucked up, right? It's a majestic animal. It's beautiful. Running all free and shit. You're going to eat that? Oh, boy. Stick to cows. They don't do anything. They just walk around eating all day. Ugh. All right. Uh, next one. During World War II, coconut milk was used as blood plasma. Wow. I really don't know what that means, but it sounds fascinating. Next one. Just before the start of World War II, most condoms worn were made in Germany. When war broke out, most soldiers making love before leaving for the front were wearing German condoms. Oh, boy. <laughs> Next one. During World War II, a German U-boat was actually sunk by a truck. After the U-boat had torpedoed a convoy of cargo ships in the Atlantic Ocean, it rose to the surface to see the results when one of the ships suddenly exploded, sending its cargo of trucks flying into the air one of which landed on the submarine, breaking its back and sinking it. Moral of the story, everybody. Don't go up to see your fucking proud work. Look what we did. Because look what happens. Look what happens. <laughs> That's awesome, though, dude. That's fucking great. Uh, next up. During the Second World War, over 56,000 carrier pigeons were sent into action, with some of them actually receiving medals of bravery. <laughs> Can you imagine if you were put in charge of putting medals on birds? 
<laughs> that must have been handed out to like an asshole in the military. Like, here you go, dickhead. Here's your job. Your orders are to put bravery medals on pigeons. <laughs> Next up, the military tank got its name when, uh, from when they were first shipped to France during World War I. For security reasons, they were packaged into huge wooden crates, which were supposed to contain water tanks, and the name stuck. Pretty crazy, right? That's, that's kind of a cool fact, Totem. <laughs> Next up. Uh, on February 24th, 1942, the U.S. military ordered a total blackout of Los Angeles and fired 1,400 anti-air artillery and thousands of 50 caliber shots at a hovering object for one hour. Yeah? Didn't they make a movie about that? I don't know, man. Was it a fucking UFO, man? Could have been, man. What were they firing at, man? What was it, man? Next up, in the 60s, the U.S. military secretly sprayed possibly radioactive experimental chemicals like zinc cadmium on thousands of residents of poor neighborhoods in St. Louis without their knowledge or consent to see what would happen. Oh, fuck me. Why wouldn't you like practice on uh, the Mexicans, you know? They're not too far away. Why would you, why would you spray Americans? When you got perfectly good Mexicans, you could kill a little bit down south. <laughs> Dummies. Speaking of racist. Uh, next one. The most powerful gangs in the United States have a presence in the U.S. military. Gangster, Disciples, Crips, Bloods, 18th Street, no, uh, Norteños, Norteños, Black Disciples, Serenos, Latin Kings, Vice Lords, African Nations, Aryan Nations, Aryan Brotherhood, and Ku Klux Klan, Graffiti, has been documented in Iraq. <laughs> Could that be like a joke from the soldiers just fucking around? Or are there really all these gang fucking gangbangers? Gotta represent the fucking Crips, bro! <laughs> oh, boy. All right, next up. In 2010, the U.S. government used 1,760 PlayStation 3s to build a supercomputer for the Department of Defense. The reason... It was more cost-efficient and green. <laughs> uh, we just wanted to see if we could do it. Next up. A couple more here. The United States Department of Defense is the largest employer in the world at 3.2 million people as employers. Employees, sorry. Walmart is number three. <laughs> All right, two more. Uh, Non-lubricated condoms are distributed among the armed forces, not just for safe sex, but also as an emergency water canteen. A non-lubricated condom is part of the U.S. military standard issue parachute pack survival kit and can carry a liter of water. <laughs> can you imagine if you find a guy roaming the desert, you know, he's just stranded somewhere and you find him, he's got a condom full of water. <laughs> you gotta like... If you're one of the Iraqis, you've got to either shoot him on sight just because of like, oh, look at this. Fuck this guy. How disrespectful. Or you got to just laugh and let him live. <laughs> last one. Directly applies to the last show we did. During the Vietnam War, more than 58,000 American soldiers were killed in action. 
It has been estimated that nearly twice that many have committed suicide since their return. Sounds like PTSD type shit, everybody. Fucking crazy. All right, and that was Military Facts, everybody. I hope you enjoyed them. Now, uh, let's just move on. And now it's time for Stallone stands alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie. Would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question. When we place Sylvester Stallone in Tombstone, playing Kurt Russell's character of Wyatt Earp. And here it goes. Something on your mind? Hey, yo, like, I just want to let you know you sit in my chair, you know? Is that a fact? Yeah, that's a fact. Well, for a man that don't go heels, you run your mouth kind of reckless, don't you? Hey, yo, like, I don't need to go heels to get the bulge on a tub like you. Is that a fact? Oh, that's a fact, you know? Well, I'm real scared. Hey, like, you damn right you scared. I can see that in your eyes. All right, now. Hey, like, hey, go ahead. Go ahead and skin it. You skin that small wagon and see what happens, you know? Listen, mister, I- I'm getting awful tired of you. Hey, like, I'm getting tired of your gas. Now jerk that pistol and get to work. Hey, like, I said throw down, boy. Are you going to do something or just stand there and bleed? You know? I, for one, think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Wyatt Earp. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone Stands Alone. All right, let's start closing it out with a little something I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. All right, fancy times, everybody. Uh, I got a couple weak ones today. Well, just one I fancy and one fuck you. So uh, let's just get right to it, shall we? Uh, I fancy. Oh, here's what I fancy. So leaving on the uh, fishing trip. Uh, we're already on the sh- we're already on the boat. We're taking off out of the little port area they got there. What I fancy is just the simple, fucking simple, simple, simple concept of just reading all the names of all the boats that are parked there on their little dock slots. <laughs> it might sound dumb, but uh, I really get a kick out of it. You just read all the different names. I did see an homage to Dexter. Mm-hmm. Slice of life. I did see that one. <laughs> that brought me little tears of joy. I fancy that. But uh, 
it's fucking cool, dude. Just seeing everyone's different names that they named their boat. And I was like, damn, I want to get a boat just so I can have a cool name. And so I was thinking about it. I think there's only one name that I could have on my boat if I have, if I was to have one. I, I got to get a boat just to have a name on the back. And you know what? I would just I would never even take it out in the water. I would just leave it there so people riding by can see the name of my boat. And you know what it would be? The Dirty Merman. <laughs> How awesome would that be? The Dirty Merman. Come on. I'd have a mermaid, like a silhouette of a mermaid sticker on it too. Probably doing some kind of like perverted shit too. Oh, Christ, it would be fucking sexy. The dirty... Do you know how, many, do you know how much tail I'd get? No pun intended. <laughs> do you know how, much, how many girls I'd get? I mean, oh, if I wasn't married and stuff. Can you imagine you had a boat right there in the little dock area and it said the dirty merman? Do you know how many girls would come running to your boat because they thought you were so fucking sexy and clever? Oh, man. It would be endless amount of tail. Yellowtail. Wait, is Yellowtail like a slang for Asian girls? Hmm. Could be. Anyway, I know that was dumb, but, uh, you know, just the fact of uh, I enjoyed <laughs> looking at all the names on the boats. Look at all the names, everybody. <laughs> Stupid. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment in here. We go. Fuck you. All right. All right. The fuck you moment. It's your last chance, everybody, for me to jump up and down, scream like a maniac, cry like a baby, whine like a little girl about what bothers me. (laughs) All right. The fuck you moment today. Goes to, back to the Dodger game, me and my cousin Monkey, (gasps) first of all, we're sitting down in our seats, right? Now, here come three fat fucks. I'm telling you, they're all big boys, and they look like assholes. That's why they're fat fucks, because they look like dicks right off the bat. They show up, and they start looking at us. We're in seats three and four, okay? That's two from the end, in case your math skills are not that strong. Two from the end. They go, hey, there's three of us, so scoot down that way or this way. And I feel like saying, you know what? Fuck you. And I was like, what's he? I didn't know what he was talking about. And then Monkey's like, we should scoot towards the end so we don't have to be, you know, so we can be on the aisle in case we want to get up and go get another beer or whatever. It's like, all right. So we scoot over. No big deal. Now, apparently what I didn't know at the time was that these big fucks... (laughs) We're taking up like a seat and a half each because we're on benches out in the fucking all-you-can-eat pavilion area. And so here you go. Next thing you know, these two people are coming up to us with the fucking ticket guy, like the the dude that hangs out on each row. He's like, uh, what seats do you guys have? Because these are their seats. And I'm like, um, we're just like right here in three and four. Okay, well, you guys got to slide down. I was like, oh, shit. Then it was like super packed tight. We're like, you know, knee to knee to people. And that's no big deal. All I'm telling you is the fucking backstory. So the couple that sits next to me, uh, one guy, he's an Asian guy, and the girl, I don't know what she was. They sit down. From the moment they sat down, this chick was at the guy's fucking throat, okay? Talking so much shit. And the dude was doing his best 
to just to just keep calm and not fucking smack her because she was going like, what the fuck are you going to do? What the fuck are you going to do? That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Nothing, you little bitch. Fuck you. This is what she was doing. Now, I wanted to strangle this chick. She was just making a fucking scene. I mean, it's loud at the baseball game. You know, most people aren't really paying attention. And I'm like, oh, my God. And it wouldn't stop. For like two or three innings, it kept going. She was just talking shit to this dude. So finally, he's like, okay, fine. He gets up. He goes, let's go. Let's go. But just trying to be calm, dude. I got a hand up the guy. The guy was being really fucking calm, keeping his shit together. But then as soon as he'd say, let's go, she'd get all quiet and cross her arms. <laughs> and he'd sit back down and start watching the game. And she'd be like, yeah, you fucking piece of shit. You piece of shit. Fuck you. And this and that. He went on and on and on. So at one point, I I'd lean over to Monkey like the first, the first within the first inning they're doing this shit. I go, hey dude, they're fucking fighting. They are, and I'm like, yeah, dude, she's really giving it to him. I can't hear anything. So then, like I said, about three innings, they finally fucking leave, and I'm like, oh, and I scoot over like, thank God. And as soon as I scoot over, the the people in front of us and the people behind us and the people on the next fucking row. Across from the from the stairway, they all go, "Oh, thank God!" Like everybody starts clapping because they couldn't wait for this fucking couple to leave. My point is, fuck you to the couples that cause all this shit in public. They fight in public. You know these couples, okay? Fuck you. Keep it to yourselves. Nobody wants to be around it. They're ruining the fucking game for me, dude. Just hearing this bitch talk shit to this dude. I don't know what he did. Okay, I don't know what the fuck he did that that deserved the barrage of shit she was throwing at him. I don't know. But uh, I don't need to... I don't deserve... Whatever he did to deserve it, I don't deserve it. The people in front of you don't deserve it. The people behind you don't deserve it. All right, after, after they left, we kind of all bonded and like we're talking shit and laughing about, man, can you believe it? And then, they, you know, the girl behind me is like, man, she was just laying into him. And I'm like, I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> uh, it was worth a few laughs afterwards. And uh, anyway, don't be that couple, dude. Don't, don't, don't do that. Just, you know, if, if you can't handle it, if you're that pissed off, just fucking leave. Now, if not, just put on a show. For the benefit of everybody else. Don't drag everyone else into your shit storm of nonsense. You know, keep it at home. And fuck you. Fuck you. All right, everybody. That's the show. Thanks for joining me. It's been fantastic as always. You know, at the end of the show, I'm going to go ahead and tell you that uh, it's going to be some changes coming up. I might, I might not do the show anymore. You know, I might go down a different path coming up soon. Uh, the job I have now really doesn't give me the freedom to do the show as as uh, much as I used to have. So it's becoming kind of becoming kind of a hassle to do. Take the time and set aside and you know plan all this shit and blah 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 blah, and uh, uploaded this and that. So I might be doing something else in the near future. You haven't heard the the end of me for sure, but the danger hour might be coming to an end. I don't fucking know. Uh, at this point, I might just be tired and be like, oh, I'm done with this. But, uh, you know, I do have fun doing it. Hopefully, you guys have fun fucking listening. But um, I don't know. I might just go down a different path. I might just blossom into a nice pretty butterfly. 
So uh, I have no idea what's going to happen. thought I'd just give you a heads up. I mean, the truth is I'm starting another project and I'm really not sure if I'll have time for that one and this one. So that's the bottom line. And uh, that's about it. So I'm going to I'm gonna go down the river here in my little fancy boat. So if you ever see the boat that says the Dirty Merman on the back, you chase that boat down, goddammit. And you, uh, you will have fun times, I promise you. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play a song for you because uh, I missed the whole music aspect of the show. These other fucks never gave me their danger. Uh, what's it called? Suicide soundtrack emails. So I was still waiting on those things. I'll play you a song, and that'll be the end of it. So, uh, as always, everybody, <laughs> stay dangerous, my friends. Later.